Welcome to the Feminine Truth Podcast with Mary Miranda, a place where you can reconnect with your wild, cyclical, and fierce truth. I am Mary Miranda, a mentor, coach, healer, and intuitive. I guide women on a journey of remembrance, reconnection, and embodiment of who they are, their essence, power, and truth by reawakening the power of their feminine energy, womb, and menstrual cycles. Join me each week to indulge in raw, unedited, and unfiltered topics to help women own and step into their divine feminine truth and become unshakable, unapologetic, and bold in who they truly are. Let's jump into today's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Feminine Truth Podcast with Mary Miranda, me, your host. Thank you so much for joining me again on a new episode. And this episode is going to be different because I am just going to channel whatever needs to come through for the collective. I am just going to be a vessel for a message that needs to come through for whomever needs to listen to this. And if you are tuning into this episode it's because you needed to be here you needed to listen to listen to whatever is going to come through me um i might not know what i said (laughs) at the end so i'm going to definitely have to come back and re-listen to this episode after i'm done recording it and i just wanted to remind you that uh, my podcast episodes are pretty much raw unfiltered and unedited And they're meant to make you feel like you're just sitting down, drinking tea or coffee or drinking wine with a girlfriend, sitting in a table, having a good time and just talking and just having a deep conversation. Um, So yeah, so let's just let's just take three deep breaths and tune into our bodies, tune tune into how we're feeling today. So we're just going to inhale for four, hold for four, and exhale for four counts. So inhale four, one, two, three, four, hold for four, one, two, three, four, and exhale for four. And one last time, inhale four, one, two, three, four, hold for four, one, two, three, four, and exhale for four, one, two, three, four. (sighs) So what needs to come through is how we as women need to honor ourselves, take care of ourselves, and prioritize ourselves. Sometimes this is one of the toughest things to do is to deepen and create an intimate relationship with ourselves because we are so busy pleasing everyone. We're so busy doing things for everyone, for especially if you have children, if you are married, or if you are 
just like this if you have this codependency people pleasing tendencies you use you are so used to putting others ahead of you others in front of you because you've forgotten about yourself and if you're a single woman um sometimes you are just involved in so many things sometimes maybe the person you're dating or the relationship you're in or the job or the friends or whatever it is that you are immersed in sometimes we tend to forget that we're important that we matter that we are first and we kind of stop taking care of ourselves or maybe you never even learn how to take care of yourself maybe you never learn how to create a, a relationship with yourself and the way i call it it's a deep intimate relationship with yourself it's like how do you expect to have this very deep available emotionally relationship with someone else when you don't have that for yourself and this is where it goes back to how we date based on our wounding a lot of the times a lot of the times we attract people based on our wounding and our unmet needs we use people even if we don't consciously do it we unconsciously do it to fulfill a need and when that person is in with us is with us in a partnership or relationship we tend to feel so fulfilled and so whole and so complete but when that person leaves we feel empty and there's this emptiness and we don't know where it, where, it, where it comes from and it comes from this unmet need that you haven't fulfilled for yourself so we are seeking relationships and attracting people based on this wounding and this is where we end up with wound mates instead of soulmates where we end up attracting um, this toxic relationships of any nature, even if it's just someone that was not emotionally there for you, someone that ignored you, ghosted you, someone who was inconsistent in behavior. There's some type of toxicity. And sometimes I have a hard time with that word because I don't want to promote it like that, but there's just no other word that I can think of because unhealthy, it's like an unhealthy pattern, but a lot of times it's based on wounding wounding that we all have and we don't see that so we treat people as if they're toxic when in reality it's like they're wounded they just don't know how to how to be they just don't know how to operate because they operate based on what they know based on who they are based on their conditioning programming belief systems and they develop and create these masks and these personas and these versions of themselves just so they protect themselves so it's like wearing a mask it's wearing this armor is wearing like um is wearing like all this it all this kind of like um like a costume that it's not you is this persona is this version of you that you created so you're protected so nobody hurts you so nobody can get to you because maybe it was so tough when you were little maybe you got so hurt when you were little that you are so afraid and you have to be in survival mode so you develop all these coping mechanisms or it could be trauma responses like a coping mechanism to protect your heart to protect yourself because it hurts so much to have your needs unmet we all have basic needs that we we needed to be they needed to be met when we were children but our parents didn't know better because they were raised with parents who didn't know better right so it's like this whole generational thing that we are carrying with us and even transgenerational but um 
or intergenerational too. But the whole thing is that we all are wounded one way or the other and bless the people who are healed, which is so impossible to believe that someone is 100% healed, right? We are all walking on this journey every single day. We are all walking on this journey of just meeting people and sometimes you feel like you're healed and you meet someone else and that person triggers something within you that you thought you had healed and you go back again into the spire into the spiral <laughs> and you're just so frustrated and you're like what what's going on i thought i had healed this wound why is this happening again and it's just another layer it's just another layer so this is like an ongoing journey so when we are on this journey we just have to remember that we all are carrying things that we need to heal and if we are not conscious and aware and awakened we are going to end up attracting the same type of people the same the same type of people that are just a mirror they're just trying to reflect back something within us that needs to be addressed so when you think about it that way People are messengers. People come to your life as your greatest teachers, as your healers, as medicine for you. And it's up to you to be discerning, to notice that, to be discerning, oh, wow, this person, it's it's not for me, but it's bringing medicine, it's bringing something into my awareness that I needed to heal, right? So we need to start doing this work so we can reconnect back to our truth as women as who we are so we start we start taking care of ourselves so where i'm bringing this back is that we all have this unmet needs and a lot of times we don't know that we are so wounded we don't know or maybe not wounded but we we're carrying all this pain emotional pain and we start just going through life trying to please people trying to do everything trying to take care of everyone trying to just do everything for everyone because that's how we're gonna get love that's how we're gonna get approval and validation because it's basically how we needed to be since we were little because we would just wanted our dads to love us our moms to love us our teachers our siblings or whomever it was that you needed love from and we started developing this coping mechanisms to get love oh if i get good grades my dad's gonna love me or my dad's going to celebrate me my dad's gonna be so happy he's not gonna be mad anymore so if i do more if i do if i get more grades if i clean the house if i do everything if i do this if i do that my dad's gonna love me and so always gonna love me and you start developing these patterns right coping mechanisms are like patterns that you bring into your adult life and you end up like uh, being a hustler a a super hustler there's always do 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 doing 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 and you end up attracting men that you're fixing and you're trying to take care of and you're trying to do everything and you take care of the dishes you take care of the house you take care of the planning you take care of the dates you you want to do it all because there's some type of control that makes you feel safe right and it's also where per perfectionism comes in because we want to have everything perfect because if everything is perfect if you do everything right if everything is good people are going to love you people are going to accept you people are going to celebrate you people are going to admire you people are going to 
validate, approve of you. People are going to listen to you. And this is what happened when you were little. If you did everything right, if you got your chores done, if you got good grades, if you look clean, if you did this, if you did that, everything was perfect. If you behaved, if you were a nice girl, if you were obedient, if you were all these things, your dad loved you. Your mom loved you. Everything was peaceful. There were no fights, right? Like that's just like an example. I'm not saying that that's exactly what happened to you. It happened to me in a way <laughs> where, um, you know, I needed to, I developed perfectionism. I developed, I couldn't be controlling. I developed all these things because that's what I knew to survive. That's what I needed to do to survive, to get love and approval and everything that I needed when I was little, right? And I grew I grew up or we grew up with this unmet needs that we have to do it all, that we have to be a, and be all these powerful women. We have to have the businesses. We have to have everything perfect. We have to, you know, and it's just so much pressure and there's just so much tension in that and there's just so much like forcing and pushing and there's just like so much like, Ah, that you just like, sometimes you just cannot handle it, but you're so used to that because that's, that's how you have been operating and programmed. You have been programmed to that. You have been conditioned to do that. And when we are doers, when we're fixers, when we want to, when we're controlling and perfectionist, we end up attracting people where we have to do everything to keep the relationship afloat we have to do everything so things are good in the house we have to do everything to I don't know make the money with you know you know what I'm saying like you have to do it all and sometimes you're exhausted like he doesn't do anything like I'm the one that's doing everything I'm the one that's planning I'm the one that message message him I'm the one that does this I'm the one that da 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 you know it's just like this like this like oh my gosh like it's it's exhausting you're exhausted you're burnt out you're stressed you're depleted and it's because you've forgotten that you are first. You have put everyone else first because if you put yourself first when you were little, it was not safe, right? You had to put everybody's needs before you in order to have the, a need met, in order for you to be loved. Just go back to your childhood, tap into your body, Tap into, close your eyes and just breathe and just put one hand on your heart and another in your womb and just connect and think, how was I in my childhood? Who did I need to be to get love? Did I have to give up my needs and myself in order to get love? Was I doing everything for everyone? Was I trying to be perfect? Was I trying to control everything just so I could get love? Like, how is that playing out in my adult life? Am I, am I ignoring myself? Am I ignoring my needs? Am I forgetting about me? Am I neglecting me? Am I dishonoring me? Am I putting him first before I put myself? Am I putting my children first before I put myself? And I understand when you have children, it's very hard, but you can do this, even if it's five minutes. And trust me, I've, I know women that are very close to me who have babies, and I know how tough it is. And I've been babysitting for a few of them, right? So I know how tough it is to find the time, but there's a way. Moms are 
powerful, right? There's a way that you can find five minutes to have me time. Have minutes, five minutes to have me time, like mommy time. Or if you're single, more than anything, you do have the time. It's just a matter that it's not a priority because maybe you have not been aware of how depleted it is, how you have put everyone else before you, how everyone else has come before you. And now you're exhausted, you're depleted, you're frustrated, you are just like, uh, stressed, you have anxiety, you maybe you have some depression going on. I don't know how you're feeling right now, but if you have this feeling of like you just cannot do it anymore, you're exhausted, it is a clear sign that you have not set boundaries around your how you treat yourself, right? And boundaries around how you put others in front of you. And when it comes to children, you know what? I don't have children, so I completely, 100% do not know how it is. I have lived with people who have children. I've been very close to family members who have children. So I do have experienced that, but I have not birthed a child. So it's very impossible for me to super relate to this topic. But I do know that when I have my that when I have my the babies with me or the children with me, I integrate them into my self-care. There's times that I've been babysitting and I have I, I'm stressed out because sometimes it's too much. I'm not used to it. So then I end up like just dancing with my niece or my or my little, you know, the little kids that I have babysit for friends and I end up dancing or I end up like doing breath work and I teaching them how um, or I end up like just going to walk barefoot on the grass to do some earthing and grounding or I end up saying, you know what, I'm going to put a movie and I'm going to sit here next to you. I'm going to have my headphones on. But anything you need, I'm going to be holding your hand and you just grab me, okay? And then I just put my headphones on for five minutes and I just meditate really quick or do breath work or just sit with my um, meditation on like music and I just journal and I just, or I do EFT, it's the quickest one. And that's a little way that I honor myself when I babysit. So for you moms, find a way to integrate your children, Find a way to make it work because you can do this. Moms can do it all. Moms are like like super women, honestly. So where I want to get to is that you matter. You are important. You should go first no matter what because if you don't, then this is just, this is just going to keep going and going and you're going to keep compounding all these feelings and you're just going to keep suppressing how you're feminine pretty much, right? Because when we don't honor ourselves, what ends up happening is that we disconnect from our feminine energy, we disconnect from our bodies, we disconnect from our intuition, we disconnect from our self-trust because we keep, it's like sending a, a message to our subconscious saying, Oh, I don't matter. Oh, what I need doesn't matter. What I want doesn't matter. My voice doesn't matter. You know, so then your intuition is like, okay, so then 
uh, you never listen to me so I'm gonna go away and then you never really trust yourself like when you want to tap into your intuition you like just don't know what to do because you're so disconnected from who you are you're so disconnected from your essence you're so disconnected from your body you're so disconnected from your womb you're so disconnected from your being from your goddess from everything your soul that is you so no wonder why you also feel depleted so you also have to create this sacred connection with yourself little by little day by day and this is a daily journey i'm not saying like you do it on a monday and you forget about it about it the rest of the week no this is a daily journey even if it's five minutes you have to make it a habit this is a habit that you have to carve into your routine into your not routine but into your lifestyle so it becomes a lifestyle so it becomes a part of you then when you don't connect with yourself you're like oh my god something is off like what's going on i feel so disconnected i don't know what's going on and then when you tap back into you everything it's like everything flows everything feels like less heavy less stressful less hectic and you feel like honestly the way it feels when you start taking care of you when you start listening to your intuition when you start connecting with your body with your feelings listening to you honoring you honoring your desires and everything is that everything flows everything you become less irritable, you become less stressed, less anxious, less depressed, your mental health improves so much, you trust your decisions, you, when you set boundaries and say, you know what, mommy needs five minutes, or I, I don't know why this is coming for moms, but I guess this, this needed to come for moms somehow, um, which is odd, because I mostly help women who are maidens without children, but I guess this message message needed to come for moms somehow because I, you know what, I know why. Because a few people that I know that are very close are having a really hard time and that are going through really tough situations in, in their lives and they have kids. And I just like, I have been very in tune with their situations because I'm kind of guiding them through it and mentoring and coaching that I guess this needed to come for them. So I really hope they tap into this. And if you know a mom that needs to listen to this message, please, please share this podcast, share anything, nuggets of wisdom, send me a message. Let me know if this is resonating with you or how you feel about this topic, because I honestly i lost myself and i don't even have children i've lost myself multiple times but i always have this guarantee that i know the way back to me to reconnecting with me through my rituals that i have done that have helped me reconnect with myself so like even if i stray away even if i go off the path I reroute and I pivot and I always know how to come back to me, how to come back to my center, how to come back to my body, to my womb, to my inner knowing, to my soul. So it's just like this beautiful path and no matter how many times you do this, you always have the guarantee that you're still there. You just have to reawaken, remember and come back to the path that leads you back to you, leads you back to your truth, leads you back to being empowered again and taking your power back, honoring yourself, respecting yourself, like trusting yourself. Like there is nothing more magical that a woman can do for herself than putting herself first, no matter what, no matter what's going on in the world, even if it's for one minute, five minutes, one minute, it doesn't matter. It's just that little step that sends a whisper to your subconscious, I love myself.
I'm worthy. I'm deserving of this. I, I, I need this for me because I need to fulfill this need within me because if I don't, no one else is going to, right? You can expect your husband, you can expect your boyfriend, your children to fulfill your needs and they will never do that because there is a disappointment in that. There, nobody is ever going to fulfill our expectations of how we want to feel or how we want to be every day. So what ends up happening is that we end up feeling disappointed and disappointment is one of, my, of our wounds from when we were little. We were disappointed so many times so we carried this wound to our adult life and we end up feel, feeling disappointed from everything and then everyone is disappointed in us and it's just like this whole messy uh tangled loop of toxicity of this disappointment wound. So when we take ownership and responsibility for taking care of ourselves we free and we release everyone else from doing that for ourselves because we got ourselves. We have our own backs. So if you have not been taking care of yourself, if you have not been honoring yourself, I hear you. I feel you. I'm here for you. I love you. I honor you. I witness you for noticing this today. And just make a promise to yourself. I still remember the day that I promised to myself. Oh, I don't know why I want to cry because this is one of the biggest promises I've ever made to me is that I will always show up for me no matter what. No matter what has happened the day before, the night before, a minute ago, if I was crying, if I was devastated, I will always show up for me. And I will always show up for me. And I have always done that, no matter what, even if it's just for one minute, even if it's just for going to the gym, and even if it's just eating healthy that day, even if it's just journaling, even if it's just taking a walk, even if it's just closing my eyes for five minutes and taking deep breaths, it doesn't matter. It's just that action that says, I'm taking care of me because I matter because I care for me, because I am important, because I deserve this, and because I am worthy of this love that I can give myself. I am worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. And I matter, I am important. These are like affirmations that I tell myself all the time, right? And I've, I've lost myself a few times. Like It sounds weird that I lose myself, but I lost the connection with myself because I'm still there. It's just the connection. It feels like there's this connection, but I always know the way back to me. And it's through my rituals. It's like how, what makes me feel back to me? What makes me feel me? And for me, it's going to the gym, working out, eating healthy, meditating, deep breaths, Reiki, um, a Reiki master. So it's like doing Reiki. It's just grounding myself. It's just like doing something kind for me, being kind and compassionate. And if there's like this inner critic of me, it's just being kind and compassionate and kind of talk to that inner critic and see what is going on. Why are you being mean to me today? What is going on? And just kind of like having this inner dialogue with myself and just being kind and compassionate and I do a lot of healing modalities to help me and I also teach my clients these modalities that help you come back into your center in you but you have to find what's good for you because I can give you the tools I can give you the modalities I can give you the coaching the mentoring the guidance but it has to resonate with your inner being because meditation might resonate with me and, and it might help me, but it might not help you, especially if you are highly anxious 
or a very wired or a very activated nervous system, sometimes meditations like make you more anxious, anxious because you don't know how to be still. So we have to navigate and see what tools work for you to help you come back to center, to help you come back to you. But we as women need to empower us ourselves. We need to take ownership of ourselves and we need to start taking care of ourselves, our vessels, our bodies, our inner world, our mindset, our hearts, our wombs, our everything that we are that makes us women. We need to start doing that for us because if we don't, no one is going to do it for us and everyone that comes into our life, we're going to have these high expectations. They're, they're always going to fall short. So it is our responsibility to do that for ourselves because we matter, right? So I hope this message resonated with you. I I don't remember exactly everything I said. <laughs> I was just going on and off. And you should have seen my, my hands, my body language. It's just like channel stuff. Um, obviously, I, I am very aware of a lot of the things that I have said in a way because they I, I embody those. I embody those things. But so it's so easy, but they're still channel messages through me that come from spirit, that come from a greater power, that come from um, the universe, from God, however you want to call your higher source. And they're meant for, I asked for guidance. I asked to be channeled for a message that needed to come true for, for whomever needed to listen to this. So somehow it came for moms mostly. So, and this is because I, I, it's what's been in my surroundings this past few days. It's uh, moms and how frustrated they are, how tired they are, how they don't need help. And a lot of times you also need to take ownership and ask people exactly for what you need, especially men, because men don't really get the memo. Men, no one is a mind reader, but you think men are going to pick up cues, they're going to pick up little uh, passive aggressive comments, they're going to pick up like you're rolling your eyes or you doing this, you know, like signing, like they're not going to do that. So you need to be very verbal and learn communication and learn that it's okay to ask for your needs, that it's okay to ask for like, can you please help me with this? I need help. I'm exhausted. It is okay to have a voice and say exactly how you feel and ask for exactly what you want. And also, if you have friends, you can reach out and say, can you, is there a way you can please come and help me babysit for one hour? I need one hour of mommy time. I need one hour of me time. I'm exhausted. Um, you know, there's always people that are willing to help. We just have learned to not ask for help because we learned to do it all. We knew, we learned to do it all. And if we ask for help, that means that we're not perfect. That means that we cannot do it for ourselves. So there's comes like all this like entangled up um, like wounds that we have that it's not okay to have to ask for help because that means that we're weak. And you I don't know what it is around you that that comes with that asking for help factor. But for me, it was like, no, I should be able to do it all. I should be able to take care of this. I should be able to do it myself because I learned to do it all. I learned to control everything. I learned to be a perfectionist. So, you know, I kind of have to surrender and kind of go within and learn and tap into my feminine energy and learn that it is okay 
to ask for help. It is honoring myself when I ask someone to help me. And it is good because I cannot do it all. Even if I deeply desire to do it all in a way, it is okay to ask for help. That doesn't mean that I'm weak. That doesn't mean that I cannot do it all, that I cannot handle it. It just means that I I'm okay with people supporting me because it makes me better and it's going to help me in the long run. So it is okay to ask someone and communicate with people in a very healthy way that you can ask for exactly what you need and you can always tap into your feelings. I'm feeling very depleted. I'm feeling very stressed. Is there any way you can please help me take care of the children? Help me do this. Oh, help me do that. Okay. Can you please help me this? Because I'm feeling this way. You know, there's a way to communicate that it's really going to be receptive with the other person, especially if you're used to people being kind of like, um, making you making them feel like you're complaining, like you never do this for me. You never help me. You never that there's a different way to approach that. So that person is more receptive and that person is less defensive. And that person kind of like helps you navigate the situation you're in, right? It's also about learning how to have the relationship, not only with yourself, which really reflects the relationships you can have with other people. That's why it's so important to cultivate this relationship intimacy with ourselves, because when we have a really good relationship with us, it's such it's going to be such a reflection of the relationships we have in our outer world so it's just going to improve and just imagine the impact it's going to have in your life moving forward not only for your marriage for example but the way your children are going to be around this energy around this new person that you are creating right and not because who you currently are is not enough like or perfect as it is or or worthy like you definitely are but there's a lot of times that, that we can be and just imagine how limitless we are when we can be our best versions it's like so expansive it feels so like oh my gosh we can do we can just be like this super empowered women like so powerful so expansive so abundant we can just you know it's just like i don't even know how to describe it it's just like this feeling that doesn't really have words but when you tap into this relationship with yourself it's just going to create this ripple effect into your life and everyone that comes in contact with you but you have to do this for you because you want to Not because I'm saying it or someone else is saying it, but because when you tap back into you, when you reconnect with you, when you reawakened your inner being, right? It's just going to be so amazing how you're going to feel about you and how everything in your reality is going to change. And I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart because... I know and I've guided women through this path and not only women I guided myself first through this path and that's when I became like embodied in this work that I was able to help other women walk this path because I have walked this path of reconnection and creating this relationship with myself but now that if I don't prioritize me if I don't honor me I feel depleted, I feel disconnected, I'm irritable, I'm moody, I'm bitchy, I'm <laughs> it's just like not my best version and I, I'm still very loving and honoring and not honoring but compassionate when I am that version of me but then I know I was like oh my god then I go back and I'm like what am I doing that is making me feel this way 
oh, the food that I've been eating also impacts my gut, which impacts my emotions because there's this connection between your gut and your brain. Is this bi-directional connection that if your gut is inflamed because you're eating very processed foods or you're drinking a lot or you're eating like foods that are fried or whatever, um, or dairy or gluten, for example, for myself, um, my gut is inflamed and that impacts my mood. And that is just like, that's a way that I'm not taking care of me because when I feel my best is when I eat clean, when I eat healthy. Once in a while, I, you know, I eat other foods that I like. I indulge in sushi, pizza, whatever. Um, but I am very sensitive to lactose. I'm very sensitive to gluten. I'm very sensitive to eggs and other things. And so I know that and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is also why I am so disconnected. I'm frustrated. I'm irritable. I'm bitchy because I am not taking care of me because I am not taking care of my nutrition. And that is one way that I'm reconnected with me because my gut's not inflamed. So I'm able to connect with my, my emotions in my brain. There's just like this flow and I feel so much healthier. And when I feel healthier in my gut, when I feel better, I am better. And when I work out, I am better. When I do my, even if it's just like one moment of silence, I am better because I am able to tap back into me. So this took a while for me to learn what works for me. Maybe for you, it could be running, going on running. That's what is going to do it for you, right? You have to find what works for you. This is what works for me. And honestly, it sounds so weird. Like how can eating healthy is honoring you or taking care of you? Well, it is because that's when I feel my best. And when I feel my best is because I am taking care of me. It's just a reflection. So I really hope you tapped into some valuable tips or wisdom from this podcast. I really hope that this helped you. And thank you so much for staying here with me during this like 40 minutes of just channeling messaging or just like talking. I don't have any scripts. I don't have any notes in front of me. I just felt the pull. Literally, I was sitting upstairs. I was eating and I just felt the pull to come and do a podcast. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like something wants to come through me. Something I need to talk. I need to say something. I need to record something. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record this podcast, this channel message. I don't know what's going to come through. I don't even know the topic. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that something needs to come through. And this came through. And this is because I have been having this conversation. So it kind, it kind of was like already within me. And it just needed to be channeled through and pushed out of me through my throat chakra. So somebody else can also tap into this conversation until this medicine this wisdom right because that's we all carry medicine and that's through when we speak it that's when it can help someone else heal so that's when it's like medicine so let me know how this lands for you in your body how this feels in your body how how you are doing like send me a message send me a message on social media at feminine truth podcast on instagram and facebook the links are in the show notes send me a message and let me know how you are honoring yourself moving forward, how you are going to prioritize yourself, how you are going to take care of you, how you are going to honor you as a woman, um, and how you are going to start connecting, reconnecting with yourself, right? Because this is a journey of reconnection and remembrance and embodiment. This is a journey 
of remembering who we are because we have always been there. All this knowledge is already inside of us. We just forgot about it. We just disconnected from it. So it's a journey of remembrance and coming back to us again. So I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I really hope this helped you. I really hope it can help someone else. Even if it's just one person, I'm going to be totally grateful. And share it in the and social media, share it in your Instagram stories and your Facebook stories and tag me at Feminine Truth Podcast and let me know what you think about this podcast and give me a review if you feel resonate, if you resonate with this, if you feel pulled to do it, if it feels good to you, I would totally be grateful for you if you leave me a review and I cannot wait to see you here next time. Take care and I love you. Thank you so much for being part of this conversation for Feminine Truth Podcast podcast this podcast is for you for me for us for the feminine collective thank you so much for spending your time and energy with us share on instagram and facebook stories what resonated with you and if you're listening to this and for anyone to get a hold of this podcast at feminine truth podcast and if you feel called to Leave us a review. Let us know your thoughts. Let let us know how this has felt for you listening to the podcast. And the episodes are going to be every Tuesday. So I cannot wait to see you next time. Sending so much love.